0: What's up, it's Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Thanks for listening to the Under the Hood podcast presented by Coors Light. Stay inside and buy your Coors Light online. Find out how at get.coorslight.com. Coors Light, take time to chill.
1: Where do things stand between the owners and the players? And is there any optimism that in this coming week we could get some solutions here?
2: Boy. Um, I think you're going to get a resolution. I don't know if you're going to get any collaboration or cooperation that's really needed as they go forward. Uh, But, you know, Major League Baseball, with that uh, offer that it uh, forwarded the player Association yesterday, which, again, was leaked to the media before it actually reached the players, Uh, you know, they put a deadline on it on Sunday. Um, You know, there is not an expectation that the players are going to accept that. And then at that point, you know, folks in the industry are wondering if Rob Manfred is going to implement a shorter-type season. I guess it would be something in the range of, you know, 65, 70 games, maybe, uh, you know, full prorated salary. But here's the thing. If Rob rams a throat, if Major League Baseball rams a a system down the throats of the players – you might as well cue the circus music, <laughs> because I can't even imagine the difficulty of getting the players a to agree to a you know a health and safety protocol. But on top of that, all the passive aggressive responses and the Ferris Buellering and you know players opting out, and it, it it would turn into an absolute disaster. I believe, based on my conversations with people on the player side.
0: Buster, with this back and forth and these different options that's been thrown out there by the players uh, and the owners, is there a deal that you heard initially that you thought this would be great for both sides?
2: Um, Look, I I think that there, you know, I, I can sit here from my perspective and look at a middle ground and wonder, you know, why couldn't they agree on something with 82 games while uh, having the players parlay some of their uh, salary concerns for this year into building some sort of mechanism into the future. You know, trade some salary of this year for propping up free agency in the fall, for dealing with service time manipulation, for dealing with tanking. I wrote a piece in early May saying that, you know, the players had the leverage of the moment. Why not build a bridge into the future but we've got absolutely no indication that the two sides are really ready to come off their you know, respective stances. And, and it's interesting. You, know, you guys saw the Andrew McCutcheon video that was put out yesterday where Andrew was comparing what the owners uh, uh, promised to to juice. And the interesting thing about that is you know, the players uh, clearly believe that they were promised full prorated salaries regardless of whether or not they were fans in the stands. That has been at issue for more than two months. Uh, The players are saying one thing, this is what was agreed to. The owners are saying, no, this is what we actually agreed to, and we have documentation backing us up. I've talked to people on both sides who say this has been an abject failure of the lawyers who executed that deal, that it's not crystal clear what's supposed to happen, and that has been the primary bottleneck.
1: Buster Olney is with us on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, and then the St. Louis owner comes out, Buster, as you know, and Ugh. makes the comment, just to paraphrase, that, you know, owning a Major League Baseball team isn't as lucrative as you might think. Now, I did not do well in econ in college, I admit. I was a journalism <laughs> major, but, I mean, Buster, come on. I mean, how can the owners actually cry poor? We, we know that this is a billion, billion-dollar industry here we're talking about.
2: Yeah, in the last hour news broke that they got a new billion-dollar deal with TBS – um, yeah, Bill Dewitt, uh, according to public records, paid 150 million for the Cardinals, and it probably that franchise is worth something in range of a million and a, half, a billion and a half to two billion dollars. George Steinbrenner, out of his pocket, paid seven hundred thousand dollars as his share for the Yankees. It's now probably that franchise worth three to four billion dollars. I think the owners are doing okay. Look, a few weeks ago, we were critical of Blake Snell. For, for what he said, and as we've heard from owners in recent weeks, Tom Ricketts of the Cubs, Ken Kendrick of the Diamondbacks, uh, Bill DeWitt, I-, I just keep shaking my head like nobody seems to get it on either side. You're not going to convince anybody of everything, and in the current context, 40 million people out of jobs, so many lives lost, everything that's happened since George Floyd was killed. Uh, I-, I cannot believe they keep talking, but they do.
0: Buster, uh, Jeff, and I both love the game so much, but we also really enjoy minor league baseball. But we saw the draft uh, this week, and uh, we both are in agreement that the the draft is too short. We we like the long draft picks. So, based on the how short the draft is, what's the future of minor league baseball?
2: Look, last fall, we got the first word that uh, Major League Baseball, uh, and this was a, a, an effort led by you know the ousted general manager of the Astros, Jeff Luno, was looking to reduce the number of minor league affiliates from 162 to 120. Initially, you thought minor league baseball might get some traction with politicians, but then the coronavirus hit. That went away. Uh, I, I've been surprised that they haven't officially canceled the minor league season for this year. I can tell you this, that people within the game fully expect that there are going to be dramatic rollbacks on the number of minor league affiliates. And think about this. You know, I had asked around the team officials, how much money do, does each team save by you know, eliminating an affiliate? And what I got back was $750,000 to $1.5 That's the range, which is about what Garrett Cole is going to make every time he starts, whenever they get back to playing baseball. And yet again... Penny-wise, Uh, pound-foolish, it's it's mind-boggling. But that's what's been going on with the minor league situation, and that's what's been going on with the negotiations.
1: And we're talking about what? You save about a million dollars per team by not having a 10-round draft instead of a five-round draft, right? As we let you go, Buster, with the draft, I mean, is there hope that in the future it will go back up to 40 rounds or 30 rounds or something off this ridiculous five-round number? Well, of course, the CBA
2: is set to expire in December 2021. I do think that whenever uh, you know they settle on terms, that the, the draft will be reduced. Maybe not as draconian down to five rounds or ten rounds, but I think it's going to be significantly reduced as teams look for more ways to be efficient. That's the that's the big word that's been kicked around, and it's what's holding up these negotiations. Uh, You know, the house is burning, the baseball house is burning, and and the two sides are fighting over who's supposed to grab the hose.